All right, welcome to the podcast today. Happy Monday-ish. Monday, August 22nd, a little bit before 2 o'clock. Monday-ish. It's yeah. definitely Monday. Monday, period. It's the Mondayest Monday of all Mondays? Yes. How do your Mondays usually go? Quicker. I think, although this isn't really slow. I don't know. I can't describe this Monday. It's a combination of lazy and tired and annoyed and Monday. The Mondayest Monday that ever could Monday. That ever was. I have, Oh, you are you chewing gum? Yeah, sorry. Pretend Thomas is around and swallow it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Filthy. I have to ask Josh... But you said you liked no spoilers. You are we calling it Game of Thrones or the <laughs> yes, Dragon Show? Yes, basically the Dragon yeah. Games. <laughs> yeah, you, you said you liked it. I did. I loved it. I last week I read a lot of mediocre thoughts on it, or thoughts that said it was mediocre. But I'm going to try and go into it completely open minded. I don't. Okay, so I'm. I don't have any spoilers either. If there, I don't. I wouldn't say there was there was anything spectacular about it. Like I, there wasn't anything like spectacular. But there's just something about a Game of Thrones show that you only get from Game of Thrones. Like we can watch other shows that are set in the same time period or like fantasy and mm-hmm. and a timepiece, and it's still not Game of Thrones. And this is authentically Game of Thrones. There's something about the set design, the music, the characters that just make it like. Make you feel like, oh my God, we're back. We're back. We're back. And why were you gone so long? Like if there's, there was a TikTok that I saw this morning that showed somebody recorded um, an apartment building in like downtown New York or something in New York City or something like that. And it showed all of the, it was at night and you could see everybody's TV was playing the same thing because of the way that the light was going. And they said that's how many people are watching Game of Thrones in this building alone. (laughs) Like it was hilarious. Was that like last night or from in the past? Last night. Okay. Well, the two reasons why it's been over three years is a global pandemic and more people than not hated the last seasons in the finale. I didn't hate the last season. I hated the finale, the last episode, but it, even my hatred of the last episode still would not pull me away from Game of Thrones as a whole. And so I'm so glad that they're back. I'm also happy to hear that it sounds like there might be other spinoffs coming. So it's going to be like Marvel-esque. Don't don't count on that. It, allegedly, um, George R.R. R. Martin, that's what he said. He's working on other spinoffs. He's got books to finish. And they really put him out there because people think that him not being a part of the last couple of seasons is where it Mm. got derailed. But much like I've cautioned you things in your personal life, I'll do it with this. Stop it. That company is cutting costs. Let me have my fun. Stop it. For you, I hope they do it. For you, I hope they do it. (laughs) Stop it. I'll watch tonight. That was my plan. Um, I, I have... One thing to throw out there, and then I will let you give a recap of Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to watch the parade vicariously because I, did too. I had a work commitment, mm-hmm. and I asked myself. Now I don't know everybody, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of people. I'm like they're all in the parade, so who's watching the parade? Probably a lot. I mean, I've yeah. only ever been in the the parade crowd, and there's always so many people. So, I just love pride. I love the happiness. I love the joy. 
that you see on everyone's faces. I am permanently in the old people category, though, so I will likely only ever do Friday night and then the parade and then that's it. But, Unless I'm working. But there's nothing wrong. I mean, that, that's plenty. Well, I used to do two nights, like Friday, Friday night and Saturday. We used to go to the parade, come back, take a nap, and then go out for the night, you know? Well, I was... As you know, like I was unsettled Friday for a, a variety of things. I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't notice for what it's worth. <laughs> really? I did not. I didn't. You of all people should have known that I was having a thing. Maybe because I too was having a thing that I didn't notice. Um, one of the th- Friday was different. Maybe the biggest reason overall that I couldn't get into a groove was Philip wasn't there, and it was Aww. so because Philip used to like run traffic back there, and another okay. woman as well. Um, but it was all. I'm like, what? Am, what's not happening? What's going on? Oh, yes. Oh, there's no there's no cursing. It was family friendly, which is completely fine. It was probably a pro medica edict. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you enjoy yourself? I think you and I had the same. I did enjoy myself, and towards the end, I enjoyed myself. I like we talked about this. Hosting Pride was is a goal. Like being a part of Pride in some way has always been a goal because it's such a good time. I love the institution of pride and love is love and just what it stands for and so being asked to co-host was like oh stop it like you know what I mean I was so excited and so I had a lot of not necessarily a lot of expectations because even you tempered me for that you're like don't come into this like with plans and I don't think that I did but I, I agree with you I think there was a little bit of chaos which no shame or shade towards anyone um, that made it challenging for f- like three or four people to be up there on a stage hosting all at the same time. I mean, and then it was hard of like, it was hard to know when to go out there and then having to deal with at least mine. I don't, I can't say Bethany, but like our nerves of what do we say? What if people don't know who we are? Right. Um, it was, uh, you had already left and it was kind of towards the end of the evening where DJ Savannah was playing music in between a band setting up and we really got to hype up the crowd. And I think that was like, I had my moment. It was almost like I was in karaoke, but with a crowd full of people. And so that was my moment. But I think otherwise, and I don't think that this is anyone's fault because it sounds like DJ Savannah wasn't having a great night with something that had happened to her a couple days prior. And um, there was still some confusion. I mispronounced someone's name. <laughs> and it, it was so, and so did Bethany. So we both did. So it was just a little like, it was hard. It was Scattered. difficult. Yeah. And, and so I think maybe next year, like I'd be happy to, like how you came on for your one moment and then you left. Like, I'd do that. I'd come out and say, hey, I'm here. Hi, everyone. Have a good time. And then just bring my chair and sit backstage. <laughs> and that's where I would tell Lexi already seemed stressed and I didn't yes, see, see yeah. much of her. But that's where I think you painting that picture has allowed me to see details that I was clouded from. Mm-hmm. But you're right. And that was usually like um, uh, Philip did a lot of mic stuff. And there was a woman named Mandisa. I don't know why she wasn't involved this year and whatever, but Mandisa like ran things really well back backstage mm-hmm. and would fix that, make sure we knew the pronunciations and make Taryn, that's Savannah's wife. Yeah, they seem lovely. They they are, they are. Um maybe 
Taryn wasn't prepared for some of those. Whatever. That would be my my feedback. But you hit some some nails on the head there. From the picture Bethany took, it looked like as things got uh, at later and darker, it was it a more busier. livelier. Good. So she took that picture right after we had our moment. I can't. It's the it's the the song that um, Mace. Uh, sample dun, 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 dun. that one so DJ Savannah played that and like the crowd just went nuts and Bethany and I were up there like kind of rapping with them and like hyping them up and they really like got into it and so I think that was a moment where I said so I could do this stuff this is a good time but I think I mean and then you were there when the sound guy so um, Lexi said or Savannah said, go tell the people at the tent that they need to get other mics up here for you all. And I said, all right. And so I went and I told them and they said, oh, just turn them on. And I'm like, okay. And so we did that and that didn't work. And then the sound guy was actually up on the stage. So I told him, and he, were you there when he's like, and you are? You told me that though. He, that he, was funny. He was like this like old white guy. And I said, hey, you know, we only have one working mic. And I said, so we need at least two more. Can you provide those? And he goes, and who are you? And I think it was because I wasn't dressed like a drag queen or like an eccentric artist that he didn't know. And <laughs> Floyd's like, the host? <laughs> Oh, okay, and then it never came back. So it was just, I mean, hopefully no one else noticed it, but I think for me and my expectations, it was a little like, wah, wah, wah. so, um, but I had it, but by the end of the night, and my feet hurt, and Thomas never came with my flip-flops. And, well, you also, you went out after the kickoff party, right? Hopefully with my flip-flops, and they so you, never arrived. But you still went out? I did, Where'd yeah. you go? Because I, I woke up to the flurry of messages. So we went to, we were going to go to the after party at George's because uh, Deja was performing. So And we I got there right as Deja was coming on stage, Floyd. And um, it was insane. Like, it was shoulder to shoulder. George's has been like that a couple times, and I refuse to go in and so I just did it so we went next door to Wesley's and got a table at Wesley's and I stayed there for which was fun I enjoy Wesley's next door so um stayed there for just a little while I want to say the show we ended we left at like 10 10 15 I was back home by midnight hold up is your timing right because the kickoff party ended at 10 no my timing is right they went over on time and so I remember Floyd was still set to perform, but then realized he had to get to George's. Okay, because he looked at me like I had two heads when, and I wasn't sure because I knew how the night was going. But he was definitely on the set list for the kickoff party. He did was. He, did he perform? No, because he had to get to George's. He's the headliner. Okay. All right. Yeah, because they probably time. thought it was ten. Oh yeah. man, what a mess! I'm. You know what? We'll just chalk it up to being being out of practice for two years. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't blame anyone. I don't blame Lexi. I don't like. I have no. Maybe my hard feelings are towards. I'm just diverting it towards that white guy that asked me who I am. No, no. <laughs> like, they're always so you know, accommodating and helpful. Maybe everybody was just in a mood. I don't know. And so I think maybe next year I was like. I'm just going to bring my chair. If I'm like welcomed back there with you all, I'll just bring my chair, sit out in a little grassy spot and drink my drink. And then occasionally if you want to pull me on stage to say, hey, then I'll come on stage and say, hey. I want to say, though, there was some stuff that I did love. 
this was a first for me. So I never got to be on sta- on, on like live stage hosting something. And there were kids there that were having such a good time. And they came around at the end and they're like, can we have your autograph? Mm. And I was like, you want Floyd? No, no, you and this little girl. I'm not even kidding. She kind of looked like a young version of me. And she was like, I love your hair. And I looked at her hair and you it just looked like me after I've been in a playground all day. And it was in a ponytail. And I said wear your hair proud it was just one of those moments and i was just like oh that was so fun um but other than that it was it was interesting to paraphrase um a sentiment of our friend jason from the library nobody wants any straight white people up there so (laughs) stop it yes they do um that another like there was the when i woke up on saturday um, I was able to identify the things that put me into that mood mm. Friday night. So that that was good. There was no mystery. Yeah. One of those things was I darted out of here Friday, Friday to get down there because Josh had told me our former boss, who was pretty oh, beloved, yes. was having a little get-together downtown. And he, he it's Friday night. I was like, well, I'll go down before Pride. I did not clearly read the Facebook post. I was about to text her when I I thought she might have put something up on Facebook. And I don't know, this this is where, you know, the algorithm kills us. We're mm-hmm. not able to see so, what some of our closest friends are doing mm-hmm. for whatever reason, maybe, whatever. I read her post and the post was, there was nothing new since earlier in the week. Her gathering was Thursday night. <gasps> so I was very deflated when I got that. Um compounding that was well had i known that one i would have gone thursday two also there was like plenty of parking closer to promenade park and i parked at my old work hey no problem nice night get some steps in but yeah you did that last time though i think i don't remember you just walked a ways what were we down there for and you were like yeah i'm gonna park over at the old place Usually I have no issue with it because usually it's it's necessary yeah and it's it's the the lessest of evils so i don't know if this was an omen or not but i went to floyd's house first so i went to the towers of mommy early pre-gamed for a little bit and then we came downstairs and the minute we came downstairs walked on the steps to walk down to the sidewalk from his building there was a wreck like the next block over we heard it i saw that we heard it like it was so loud and i was like there was just we said was that just an accident and then all we saw was like smoke and I said, we walked out, and the first thing we saw and heard was a car wreck. <laughs> like, some, some white guy running over gay people. I don't know, but it was, but it was still like I saw the remnants of it. It because it when was I, bad when I was walking back, I didn't see the accident. It sounded bad, but I saw a TPD cruiser mm-hmm. and a tow truck, and I'd never seen this before. The tow truck guy was putting sand on the street, probably because there was oil or gasoline. Mm-hmm. Sure of that. So yes, yes, that's too bad. Um, there was one other, oh, before we get too far away from that, is there anything? Um, I, I told you I'm going to ask you a Beyonce thing. Yes. Um, I think the answer is she hasn't been anywhere to market or promote, but, and she doesn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. But, um, compared to the past, there are no pop culture moments in in this album over the last couple of weeks like i imagine how little it would have been part of my being 
had Jamil not produced two tracks on it. And the, the wild thing is, I like the album a lot, and I typically do not like her music. And she's Beyonce. She doesn't have to promote. Mm-hmm. But I, there's some evil entertainment writer who is just a total Scrooge. And he's always slamming things and not putting in the proper parameters mm-hmm. and setting up the argument. He's just like slamming people. Uh, his thing was like, Beyonce doesn't have any sales. The, the sales are terrible. Well, compared to Lemonade. Well, Five, six years ago, people mm. bought music. Now yeah. they now they rent Stream it. They yeah. rent it. Yes. Yeah. So I don't care about buying, but there are there's nothing pop culture happening with this album. And maybe I'm wrong, but I think I know the reason. But I wanted your input on it. Well, I would say not yet because I know the album's going to come in parts, and we don't know when the second and third part is going to be released. But this, but th- this is the thing. This section of her album, you mean? I mean. We know that there are X amount of movies of, of a certain verse or seasons of a TV show. Like, we can't be waiting for stuff. Like, this is a thing from an iconic artist, and it's quality. But yet, the the mainstream seems to not care. And maybe this is just where we are in the world and where she is, because it didn't go viral on TikTok first. So That's I, true. I just wanted to, to analyze it, because, again, the world... Even without COVID, but COVID has its claws and everything. The world is totally different when she, from when she last released an album. I mean, I would say it's an enjoyable experience. I don't think that there's anything spectacular about it. Like, there's nothing special about it. And is that what you're saying? Like, what's special about this that <coughs> the world is grabbing a hold of? I don't know if they've grabbed a hold. If I don't know if that's happened with anything that she's done really in a while, right? But. No, because she hasn't really done anything. That that Lion King thing was just like a drop in the water. But this is Beyonce album. Like when a every twenty five years there is there's several artists like this, mm-hmm. and she was she is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, again, nobody glommed onto a must listen to song. No phrase. Um, like shortly after Lemonade dropped, like I remember, like it, it was, and maybe because it was the scandal of it, like because Jay Z oh, cheated, yes. and we we all came back into Monday or whenever she re- released that Becky with the good hair and getting yeah. like there, there's none of that here, and maybe that has to do with the fact that her life is really good. She's just a mom, and maybe another reason the people that drive popular things. Um, are young and young people don't care about her. I do also feel, and I've and I held on to this. I feel like this part of her album was for the gays, and I don't know if that's as universally accepted. Just like when um, the oh god, what was this the film that she did? Like the visual. Thought that was the Lion King thing. It was, um, but that was really for like black people if that makes any sense it wasn't something that was grabbed the, by the lion king album um it was like a it was on disney plus but i don't know if it was specific to lion king but it, you know, I know what, what you're talking about um yeah it, that wasn't meant for the mainstream that wasn't right. meant to have big radio hits. and i want to say this one is very similar like i think that there are songs on this album that are universal but especially like when she did the break my soul remix with Madonna and she that was really good she na- but nobody knows who the house of La Beja is do you nobody the house of Balenciaga like those are gay like those are houses like those are big not big gay houses but you know what I mean like the um the voguing scene and the and then um 
what is that called when they're in New York City? Ballroom. So those are ballroom houses. People don't know that. You know what I mean? So And some of the names in that list don't connect with kids who drive pop culture. Exactly. None of those kids know who Aaliyah is. Did she? I think she mentioned Lauren Hill too, right? She mentioned, like, uh, yeah. I loved the names. Like, Yes. She, I, I, I enjoyed the album, but when she did that, and I woke up to that a couple of Mondays ago, like she hit me right in the heart. I loved it. I loved it. I, but, but you're right. Like I think it's a specific group of folks that are going to enjoy this album, and so I don't know if it's going to be as mainstream. But I do. But you're right. I remember when I listened to it the first time, I was kind of like, eh, eh. And now I love it all. You know, now I'm as I listen to it more, I just really love it all. So, um, well done to her. I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming out with the rest. Um, there was a story today, and I think um, TPS went back. So, it's, yeah. it's so staggered. Like, even within schools, it's staggered. Um, Amy Steigerwald at WTOL did a story about uh, school speeding. Like, I school zones where there are people who speed a lot. And usually the worst people... The worst people in the world are the people who park in handicapped spots and don't belong there. Mm-hmm. And when I say worst people in the world, I don't mean like uh, like war crimes and whatnot, but just like generally speaking. Gotcha. The second worst people in the world are the people who run school stop signs on buses. Yes. And tied for that is the people who speed in school zones. This Glendale one is rough. Uh, they, they said... Uh, Beverly, Beverly School area was on the list. Yep. Hill west of Burn, Upton, and then there was another one. Like, I can't believe that more kids aren't getting mowed down. Yeah, so this Glendale and Eastgate intersection, I'm mm-hmm. pointing as if you guys know where that, <laughs> like, but the Glendale- The ice cream store is the there, Glen- right? Um, um, no, Glendale and Eastgate is where Jet's Pizza is. Okay. So okay. right there. There's a couple of churches there. Yes, and Monette's. So that area right there is really rough because people are normally going like 45 down Glendale. And if you are, if God forbid you're doing the school speed limit during the times listed with the lights like blinking, they are riding your tail until they swoop around you. Um, It's pretty rough. Although I would say that this is not a neighborhood that people walk to school. Like you normally see them actually being driven to school. I bet there's probably a lot of walkers in Beverly. Oh, I bet there's a ton of walkers in Beverly. Um, dangerous stuff. Uh, that's it. I we I wanted to keep the, uh, today short. It's kind of a maybe. It's the the product of the summer and people on vacations, like like people who will do news and stories and whatnot. Um, but also just more festivals and fairs and and whatnot. But it's been a quiet summer as far as like coming back in here on Mondays with a lot to talk about. It was a really fast summer. I mean, summer is normally super fast, but I, like I think it was Ashley that shared the photos of her sweet babies going to school today and and she, it was kind of like I can't believe we're here already and I agree I don't even have kids and I'm like Andrew goes back to school tomorrow I I have a theory what warm weather arrives so late now that's true that, that they don't move school back because of it that's so true. by the time we get into the teeth of summer you're already into June yeah and I have a um my sister-in-law's sister is already decorated for fall and so she's uploading all these photos and i'm like my god october is in just over 30 days five weeks yeah it's insane it's just like how did we get here already 
Are there any news stories that caught your uh, your? I saw the uh, the market uh, had a big drop today, but I can't figure out why. Um, no, I don't think so. I have. I really. I'm so tired, and I think I I did a little too much at Pride, so. Mm. Like I had to put icy hot on my feet on Saturday, and then Thomas had to rub them yesterday, and then I had to take Tylenol two days in a row. Sheena Sheena Barnes made a joke, and she's like, "I'm an old gay because I'm like in the house by eleven, and I'm not gay, but like I'm an old lady, and then I'm like still recovering from my Friday night out." The Amelia Earhart's girls had a they when they did get lucky last weekend at G Fest. Uh, what's the line up all night? To, it's up all night to get lucky, right? Mm-hmm. They had a line on it, and it seemed like Carrie is the one who who drove the bus for this one. Um, something about like you'll be lucky if I'm up till nine thirty. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I don't know. I'm just an old lady. It it was even oh. My sister-in-law, I love her so much. She was staying with us for a couple days, and I came home. I don't know if I even told you about this. You know how we, we talk about my just general exhaustion. So between work kind of consuming all of my energy, when I get home, I have a hard time like bringing a meal together or cleaning my home. And I came home, and it like when I tell you she cleaned, washed the walls and the shower and like vacuum the couch I could have cried so at the very least I got to spend my weekend in a home clean to the point that I had been trying to do for months and and couldn't even Thomas like he does his he does way more than I do and I still and we still couldn't get it there so um we'll reconnect tomorrow in some way and I'll give you some Thrones thoughts. So you're going to watch when you come home? Yeah, that was always the plan because my Sundays are like out of commission. So I'm going to watch tonight. Do uh, work on some of my new puzzle, which I misjudged. And it is, I got, I, I opened it up out of the box. I'm like, this is really heavy. Are, are they thick puzzle pieces? No, nope, it's 2,000 pieces. <laughs> are you framing your puzzles yet? You should. No, they're just getting stacked up on, I buy, so I buy cardboard. Okay. I buy a box at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Um, I went over there Thursday to grab a new box because I don't have any more wide things to put these puzzles on. And I asked the guy in the carpet area, I said, can I borrow your tape measure? He said, sure. And I started measuring the box. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, the dimensions, one, they're on the side, but they'll change when you box it up. I was like, I'm using these to put puzzles on them. I just need a flat space. Mm-hmm. And they like that. But I, right now they're just stacking up because I don't know, I don't have any places to hang them up. So you need, I told you this, if I can live vicariously through you because I don't own a home, your next project should be turning your basement into like an entertainment space. You need some drywall and carpet. You have everything else. And maybe maybe some framing so you frame out where your um, furnace is and whatnot. That would... That would cost a bit. Long-term project, unless you do it yourself. It's not that <laughs> hard. There's a uh, there is a brick on my entryway that has come loose. Uh-huh. And I don't my want My mom it, noticed that. Yeah, I, I don't want it to, to be a danger to anybody. So I, I messaged my friend. I was like, well, how do I fix this? And she said um, something about, like, get quick dry cement. And, yeah. and And I was like, okay, now what can I do about it? She's like, well, you could- have a friend if you know somebody who could do that or take the route that you would probably do and take the brick and throw it away. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. 
But I, I like your puzzles. It's kind of nice. I could I never enjoy the hell out of it. I could never do that in my house because my dogs walk all over. If I am working from home and I have a laptop in my lap, they will step on the keyboard. Like they're that disrespectful. So that's Andre. Yeah. <laughs> he comes. He comes close. And I think I've been doing this long enough now. I have created a safe zone. Yeah. Did he? We're in that room more now, mm-hmm. and Diddy got stuck up there again last week because <laughs> I had closed the bedroom door, but I had left the Jack and Jill bathroom door open that leads into that room mm-hmm. open. So it was like five or seven minutes, and I thought he just came downstairs and went onto his blanket, and I hadn't been into the living room to see him. And I'm like, no, he's upstairs. And sure enough, I walk upstairs through the bathroom and there he is standing in the room like he's frozen (laughs) like he's playing simon says no one has told him that he can go after six hours so i know this is really bad and we're like talking about our dogs but sunny got stuck so sunny doesn't sleep in our bed at night she sleeps under the bed and um if she is stuck somewhere she'll bark at us but we thomas and i were so tired that i don't think we heard her and so i woke up this morning at like 4 a.m to sunny so our bed is um not pv's iron piping okay so our bed is like a industrial iron piping and her nails you could hear her nails just kind of clawing at it and so because we have stools at the edge of the bed because our dogs are all short and so they have to jump on the stool and then onto the bed but Sunny is so heavy that when she jumps onto the stool sometimes she has to get such momentum to get up there that her, she'll knock it over. And if she knocks it over, she can't get back down. And she was stuck on the bed all night. And so I woke up at 4 a.m. and she's looking at me. And she's like just clawing at it. And so I get up and I put the stool back and she hops down immediately and goes and runs to her spot. Because so she was stuck up there with us all night. <laughs> the poor thing. She won't jump down? No, it's too high. So she would she would hurt herself with her weight and how... With how little her legs are and how heavy she is, she would like significantly hurt herself. She is a genetic mistake. She, <laughs> All corgis are genetic she mistakes. She is a whopper, a double whopper with cheese. Okay. Uh, I don't know when we'll connect again this week, um, podcast-wise. Friday, we, I believe, right? Or no? Well, that for David Bush and Angel Tucker. Yeah. Or is that too many people in the studio? No, 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 no. That's good. Like, we can do four because those two microphones. But when they wanted to bring in more people, like some of the, the interrupters, I had to tell Amy, I was like, I, there's nobody that has that many microphones for anything. So They're pretty good, though. I like those guys. It'll be a good time. I wanted to have you here. It'll be a, a good podcast visit. Cool. This one's over for now. Bye-bye.